And we're live. And we're live. And we're live from our new I studio. have relinquished control and everything is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> we're in our new studio, which we still haven't really figured out. Yeah. And my hair is not this color, but for some reason, it looks like it's or orange. It doesn't look it orange does. in person. It does not in person. It's funny. But the cameras there, do that. Holy crap. Anyway. Welcome to What the Friday. Welcome to What the Friday. We actually got it done. First one in our studio. Yes, finally. We're Not using easy. This sound equipment. Um, no, if you could see what we look like, you can only see this much of us. <laughs> and if you could see where we're sitting and what we've got cameras propped on right now, a cardboard box and a trash can. After me saying 50 times, let's just do it. Let's just, let's do, just it. do it. Can we just so do it? So many eye rolls, it. which is a great segue <laughs> into the highs and low, low, lows of working together. Yeah. We have some, we have more highs than lows, but uh, you know, a lot of people, I think almost everybody, when they see us together, yes, pop the question off and say, how do you guys get along? How do we get along? I think we get along pretty good overall. I mean, just how do we do it? Most of the time. <laughs> how do you stand do you me do for so long? <laughs> I'm either annoying you and bumping you in this on the sidewalk, screaming the lyrics to New York, New York, <laughs> or a moody little basket case who is like, I don't know why, but I think maybe I need to eat food. Ah, I hate everything. Grumpy. <laughs> grumpy, grumpy. I came in here. I can't, she said. Can you preoccupy yourself with something that you don't have to talk at the same time? I was trying to set up this equipment and he was just on one about Lord knows what. Anyway, so yeah, the I think there are a lot of um, parents and children that do work together out there. A lot that would, would like to, but haven't been able to pull it off. I'm very, I'm just like seeing us in the <laughs> studio with our microphones. I'm so fascinated. I'm really fascinated. <laughs> I don't know if I look terrible or if my self-esteem is low, but I, I don't think, like it. I think you look great. So anyway, I do think there are a lot of parent, um, child, yeah. business partners. <clears throat> and I, we did a closing not too long ago. Or I did a closing. And um, then the law firm, the law firm name was the name of my attorney. But it was also the name of her father. So it was a father-daughter yeah. law firm. And they they did not seem to have the jovial fun that we have. But... Well, it did seem to be working for who them. Who does? That's right. Who does? Um, so tell what me, do you think? No, let's go ahead. What do you think the hardest uh, part is of working with me personally? The hardest part of working with you? Yes. It, don't be safe. Don't be safe. I'm, I won't be safe. Everyone loves it when I um, get mad. <laughs> no, they it's, don't. It's when my dad instincts kick in and I want to be a dad and I want to oh. answer like a dad. I want to behave like a dad. Sometimes in a grumpy way, it's like, you know, I need to, I need to smack my kid in line or say something snotty <laughs> to make them do what I want them to do. But that's so ineffective. Have, it is. I, I, how often time, do I do it? But, well, never, but I, you asked me what the hardest thing was. That's controlling that emotion when your dad so instinct is like, suck it up. I think when you succumb to the dad emotion, <laughs> though, I treat you with such disrespect. I don't know if you've noticed that, but every time you go into dad mode, I'm like, oh my God, grow up. And then I like walk out. <laughs> like, I don't like what you're doing and I disagree with what, you're just, what you've decided. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're wrong. I'll see you later. Yeah. So back at you. What's the, um, what's the hardest thing for you? Uh, like she didn't know this question was going to be coming after she asked the first question. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
You, I know. You I, and I are both bad about that. We're great. We'll ask somebody else a question without any idea. Yeah, without the without hardest, ever thinking. Oh, the they're going to ask me the same thing. thing. Yeah. Think about it. Look at her. She's perplexed because everything about working with me is almost perfect. Well, anytime I think when you you tell me to slow down a lot, I think I am like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like my methodology is. Just do it. If it if you screw it up, then we can fix it. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's everything in life is pretty forgiving, so don't worry about it. And you sit there and perfect it and go slow and write the longest emails that take you like three hours to write. That I would take three minutes. I think that's three hours is a little extreme. It's not. I timed him once. It must have been a very important email. But you know, there's a saying, you should never be efficient. Never put efficiency ahead of a relationship. That's from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, (gasps) which I am reading. Um, That's pretty awesome. I think, I know, actually, every I'm reading this book that dad studied thoroughly, and I didn't know he had studied it thoroughly, and then he told me he did. I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, my God, every lesson that he gave me as a child is in this (laughs) book. (laughs) I'm like... I feel like I'm reading the lectures that you gave me, but yeah, I think the hardest thing is our, our speeds are different and I would rather get more done messily and you would get rather get less done perfectly. I think that's true. And I, but I I don't think it's always been true for me. I think I used to be a lot like you and I don't know if anybody listening to this might have worked for me in a past life. I don't consider it regressing. I consider it maturing. But, I know that you do. Hey, I think we're uh, we're in different seasons of life, and I think there's yeah. different activities that are more appropriate at different seasons. Um, I think yours is appropriate for where you're at. I like that about you. Um, we're working on a listing on the east side that we were at today. You've taken over getting all the contractors, setting all the appointments, yeah. trying to get all the bids to help our client decide what they're going to do before we list. Um, and you just hustled and got it done like right now. Yeah. It was awesome. I and four, I didn't. I got just, just got a fourth contractor in there too. Um, yeah, I think that's the hardest part. What do you think the most fun part is? I still love spending time with you. I like the spontaneous, unexpected fun that we have. Like, yeah. we, like when you're like arguing about whether you we are, should drive or take public transit. Can I give you a compliment? I have a compliment to give you. <laughs> There's so few and far between. That's right. Uh, I'll take it. Give there's it to me. Just, it's just not a lot of material to work with. So, uh, <laughs> no, no. so true. Uh, no, no, so no, no, true. Uh, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wait for that one. Um, when I am grumpy and hate everyone, you are usually like 90, 90, 95% of the Frustrated time. Frustrated with you. The Get only person. No, you're not. You're very understanding. And you're also the only person who can still make me laugh when I am like uh, bitchy like Anna Wintour, but without any of the class. <laughs> you are a little Anna Wintour. Like that's, that's funny I that you mentioned that. I think it's your that. fault. You're a little bit like that. I think it's your anyway. fault. Because but you I think that's probably her. because I'm not afraid of you. So when you're in a that's grumpy mood, it's true. like... Well, I can be afraid of you. That's I've true. seen your face when I'm like in that and like a, we're getting things done mood. And I've seen your face be like, all right, I'm just going to go hide now. Yeah, that's true. 
but, but in a lot of cases, it's not that way. So then I can say, hey, I heard this really bad joke. You want to hear it? Oh, and my be- God. <laughs> we can't tell you that's how bad this joke was. But it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible. Very- def- definitely not a family friendly joke. No. No, but it was, no, but it was so, so funny. Good. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's if, like, so if I had a, I hear comedians talk about having text chains that the only way you can be on a text chain full of really risque, terrible stuff is if every member of the text chain, if we're, if they were exposed, would be totally screwed. That's the only way you can be sure. Cause if there's one <laughs> member, then they're going to leave. So what does my stuff. daughter do? She records and me I'm telling the <laughs> joke without telling me. <laughs> But and then, then she I, goes, guess what? I recorded that. I'm like, <laughs> but then I played it for him and we laughed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think the best part of working together, we probably should have started with best instead of worst. But I think the best part of is that we have such a similar sense of humor. And so we laugh all the time. We laugh a lot. We do laugh a lot. We should we should actually try to laugh a little bit more because we've been fairly serious lately. But do you think so? Yeah, yeah, I do. Ever yeah. since your ankle, now that you're like back on your two feet and starting yeah. to work and getting focused on work, you're pretty. Like I want to get some, I want to get stuff done. Um, it'd yeah. be fun to joke around a little bit, but I got calls to make. I've got places to go. I've got some appointments. Yeah, to set. I got I got visions to make. Even today, coming come here, she, you're like I, I wanted. I, w- I may want to delay our podcast because I've got somebody I'm trying to set a showing. Uh, I didn't say I would delay. I was saying we, we would eat, we have to do it at home. But um, yes, I okay. am in a phase of my life right now where I am just, I got dreams. I got visions. I got a mountain to climb and I'm going to climb. Damn it. And you're not going to stop me. Uh, which is not to say that I look at the world as oppositional. I just, I'm like. No, you're just running the race. I'm running the race. I'm running the race. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I don't know what I'm going to do if you uh, leave. You'll just keep running. State. I'll keep running, but I will be so insufferable. I need <laughs> I need somebody who will make me laugh. Our poor assistant this morning was like, come on, let's get things done. I got to go. All right, cool. Bye. She's awesome, though. She is amazing. She is always such a good sport. And steady Eddie. Super bright, pleasant, She's, sweet. Uh, She's a great great member of the team yeah jay thanks baby hi jay i'm sorry he called you baby sorry <laughs> i seem to have i treat her a little bit like my daughter and my wife but some like hybrid friendly person in between yeah he does and i like her she's a lot of fun I know. i'm just trying to make him feel uncomfortable yeah and they do they're, it's like if i say anything flattering then they're like oh, oh. yeah well yeah, anyway okay okay it. uh Come on, we got to think of more beef we have with each other. That'd be fun. You, well, you won't, really when you get in a grumpy mood, you won't listen. That's frustrating as hell. When, I, when I'm blunt, everything's very black and white. Yeah. And I'm telling you. Just, <laughs> and you're like. And I'm looking at I you don't, like you are an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't care. I'm doing it this way anyway. It's like, well, that's, that's a cliff. That's and true. that's a long way down, and you're about to step off of it, and it's really going to hurt when you hit the ground. And it's like, that's not that much of a cliff, and it's not going to hurt that much. And I like and chaos. I'm Let gonna, me fall. <laughs> I'm going to get there faster. And then it's just like, thump. Like, well. I do talk. Have you, do you remember? Okay. Can I say a little bit of a segue? But um, 
Wait, no. First, the thing that I get annoyed with you when you don't I didn't figure ask stuff the question. out. Uh, yeah, but oh, you're going to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to You know. already know. You don't, you're like, couldn't figure out how to change your name on this software. Just, oh, like, text Click the three buttons and me, then yeah. choose edit name. It's so easy to figure out. And he gets mad when people aren't logical. And I'm like, <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I've only got like 50 options of things I can click on. I'm supposed to know yes. that whether You've it's used the, whether enough it's technology the three... at this point, you should understand where to guess. I can't. I hope I have half a brain when you're turning 60. I really do. But anyway, there there are I have like multiple options on the screen with three buttons on it. In this one, do I have three buttons? In the next bigger one, do I have three buttons? In the next one, bigger one, do I have three buttons? I, we have this little menu here on the right of stuff that we can Whatever, do. Whatever, no one cares. Just be on my side, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I, I agree. I it's frustrating a, for me, too. Because No, I think a, I'm a jerk in those times. Um, I'm really trying to be more patient. I'm trying to be patient and understanding. She just thinks she's a jerk. I know she can be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I definitely am. Um, hey, okay, I want to hear. I, I have a totally unrelated question. But I've been thinking about this. Okay, so I need you to put yourself in the shoes of yourself when you were much, much younger, like my, like a little younger than my age or okay. my age. Mid twenties. Have you seen the movie The Hurt Locker? Isn't that where they beat the hell out of each other? No, no. that's the okay. military EOD tech. So in the movie The Hurt Locker, also if anyone actually watches oh, it. Oh, whoa, is that where they I do the explosive device thing? The, the bomb disarming? Yes. Yes. Okay. So movie? Yeah, here's okay. the part that matters. She's gonna ask me a movie. I it vaguely starts, remember. <laughs> you don't you vaguely remember literally everything. That's the <laughs> most amount of memory you have for anything. That's so true. <laughs> um, so true. <laughs> okay, so it starts and there's like a angelic man who is one of the eod techs he's great he's entrenched in the group you know the whole team is EOD tight. means he's amazing explosive he, some explosive something he disarms explosives okay and he wears the big suit uh -huh. and he dies and then he gets replaced by jeremy renner's character and jeremy renner gets there and he is just a man who feels so comfortable in chaos like he gets there and then in his is his bedroom his like shack bedroom that they have in the army or whatever the music plays super loud. He like plays heavy metal, crazy music around him. Um, he doesn't really know how to socialize. He's not socially awkward per se, but he's just not interested. It's like he's disengaged from life unless he's actually in chaos. And then, but he's the best explosive tech. He's so calm under pressure. Don't get bored. I'm, this is going somewhere and I need, I have a question. The explosive tech, I'm looking at your face. Uh, stop. So he's when he's an explosives tech, he's like the best. He's amazing. And the movie follows him. And then, Dad, stop. And then at the end, <laughs> and then at the end, he goes home to his family. Mm -hmm. And when he goes home, he is uncomfortable and bored and like he just can't do it. And he goes back to the most dangerous part of the war he can because that's the only place he feels alive and comfortable. Okay. I thrive when i have a goal that i'm fighting for when there's that chaos of of that and so a fear that i have currently and have had or wonder about myself and i wonder if this was true for you when you were younger is do you have the, do you have the fear that maybe did you have the fear that maybe you wanted 
a spouse and children and a house with the dog and the yard and all of that dream stuff. But in actuality, it wouldn't make you happy because your personality just isn't suited for it. That's what I wonder. Sometimes I'm like, do I dream about all of that? But really what I like and what truly makes you, me happy, Dave, today is a more solo driven, chaotic. I think a lot of families suit. work that way. Oh, wait, are, wait, what? I think a lot of families work that way. Are in what way? I, like I, they're chaotic? I think this pr pristine idea of, of a nuclear family and things being scheduled and you do this with the kids this way and this is how everything works isn't that way. I think once you're, I think that's the big thing when, when, oh. when you're pregnant as a couple, a lot of older people will look Such at you and say, were you, do you, do you feel like you're ready? And you'll go, oh yeah, I think so. You know, we've got the, we got the mature, the room ready, the baby room ready. And we've got these clothes and we've got 50 cases of diapers and, We've got this, and we've got this right. toys. We've got everything ready. And then as soon as you have a baby, it's like you never know what it's going to need, when it's going to need it, and how you're going to be able to. But it is your focus. And now everything else that was your focus is still trying to be your focus. But now there's just this chaos of mm. having a kid. And how do you, and as, per, and as it develops, and what is, what's its personality and what's its needs? And then eventually you just kind of submit. Chaos. You're like, okay. This is going to be a chaotic life. We're going to yeah. do what we can, but our kids come first and we have to be able to make this. We've got to do this. We've got to go to the school thing. We've got to get them here. We've got to do this. We've yeah. got to get these clothes. We've got to I make know, sure that, that they're ready. That sounds terrible, right? We've got to put them in bed. I don't know if sounds terrible or awesome. Well, I think anything, um, you know, I think what well, Voltaire, the greatest reward for a thing well done is having done it. I think yeah. that kids are the greatest thing you can do. And having had them and lived through that makes us all better people. It's an interesting Most of agreement. Us, except for those of us that decide kids, to drown ourselves and our kids in our car at the same time. That is the darkest <laughs> turn. Jesus Christ. There's always somebody Unless that's got to ruin it out you there. You want to drive into the lake and lock You the, know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. um, so, no, I didn't. Um, I oh. I think I know, but I, I was not a female either. I don't, I think I think about that differently than women do. Um, guys definitely don't take, or, or a lot of guys I don't think take being a father mm. as seriously as they God, will after they have that. kids. Well, all of society, doing anything as a father makes you a good father. And doing, if you don't do everything as a mother, you've, you've slacked off for your child. Yeah, you know, women are really hard on, on themselves and on each on other. Each other. Yeah. That's guys are true. guys are truly everything you see all this any comedian routine about guys is true. Yeah. yeah. And it all just, <laughs> go, just goes <laughs> to reaffirm how simple guys are. Yeah. And I'm gonna add to that, which I've said before, and I think I've said it here, and I'll say it again for all you comedians out there that talk about how simple guys are. Totally agree. And I wanna add guys are simple and guys are disposable. I so disagree with that. Not necessary. I don't temporarily think necessary. They, they serve a purpose, but then they're disposable. Women live so much longer. You, like these super old ladies that like live into their hundreds. The reason they're like, yeah, my husband died, but I didn't really, you know, we had a great time together when we were married, but I've had a great time ever since. And it they're is. happy and guys though. But if, if, a, if a wife dies first, guys just collapse. They're, they're, it's like 
two weeks later and they're, they're at the grocery store would you and they're like, say, are you single men? Let's go to dinner. <laughs> would you say I need a woman in my life? <laughs> Not necessarily women, maybe partners, right? Maybe partners. Yeah. So do you feel like men are more partner centric than women? Definitely. Guy, Even women are more social. Um, I think guys, ooh, I don't know. I have to think about that. We're getting off. I'm not prepared to think about that. Um, yeah, my comments are definitely through my glasses as a heterosexual mm. male. But as a um, what male? Heterosexual male. I thought you said very sexual male, and I was like, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, think- I, guess, I guess. I'm just thinking about it because may- maybe that's in general a sweeping generalization. True, like maybe men tend to be sweeping generalization more i wonder though if, if even in um i know more happy single non-traditional older couples, women than i know happy single older men do you think that do you think that maybe that's that's a, a partnership tendency even if you're a same-sex couple do you think that one of them might be more independent and the other one might be more dependent i mean there are a bunch of theories right that there's always one that's chased and one that's the chaser not chased with a T E, but chased with an E D. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, people are so different though. It, it's it's yeah, everyone's very individual. I'm just gonna say broadly about about men like me. Men like me are simple because I'm simple. And I would be I would probably just melt into my couch and watch TV for the rest of my life and die early. I will say this again. I think men are drawn to simplicity. Thus, a lot of the statements made are simple. I think women are drawn to complexity, but I don't think it's actually that men are more so because you've got childhood trauma that impacts your whole life. If anybody has any comments, please let us know. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Are are men simple? And are women complex? Or is it that Men are just drawn more to simplicity and women are drawn more to complexity. I mean, I would call Russell Brand a very complex man with He is thoughts. not typical. But I would he's a he's a complex thinker, but I would almost oh, venture a guess. What a definition. Oh, that that's such a difference. That he's not a complex you can be, you can be a complex person. thinker, but a simple okay. In that regard, I would say hundred percent I agree. This is the first time I've ever agreed with that. I think that Jeez being different okay we need to timestamp this somehow <laughs> we recorded it i i think i could well, actually do, do, get behind don't you that. think there are a lot of complex thinkers that are very simple people um they don't accomplish a lot they don't do a lot they don't um huh. but they but they're incredibly bright and it might em- empower the complexity of thought because they're not so busy doing 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 you know okay let me think about this for a minute i have a relative we I cannot say their name you may or may not know who it is. Okay. I have always respected them for their intellect. Always been almost worshipful at how bright they were and how fun they were to talk to and how worldly I thought they were. Okay. But they live okay. an incredibly simple life. Yeah. Super simple. I know who it is. And yeah. you're right. Yeah. So. You said you really respected them and there's like no one you respect. <laughs> just kidding. Jeez. I'm just kidding. I can't think of anybody in our family I don't respect. I know. I know that. I know that. <laughs> That's not why I, but know. Not, I just thought it would be. A but there's joke. one that I have um, an unusual amount of interest in being being yeah. with and talking to mm-hmm. and debating things and is a great 
Yes. Very articulate and fun to super simple life banter. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Great person. Aspirations versus aspirations. That's right. Uh, well, uh, back to the parenting thing real quick. It's a really interesting thing because I, there's the desire in all of us to pro- procreate. This is biology evolution. Hello. Most all of us. But it's a crazy dynamic because you're guaranteed that your children will hate you. I don't hate you, but I'm saying that. It, most, Why would you do that when you knew that almost knew there was a good chance that your kids grow up and are like, I blame all my problems on my. I was talking to my friend last night who's 30, and he was explaining how his parents screwed him over. Which I'm not saying that's not part of it. How we're parented and enculturated and socialized informs uh, all of the original neural pathways in our brain. I get that. I so totally support it. The thing is when you villainize your parents instead of being like, Oh, this is what they did. And this is how they, how that impacts me. How do I now as an adult take that and, and take ownership over it and figure out how to use it versus my parents are villains. And here's how they uh, were villains to me. I think there's a balance and I think there are some really crappy parents. So there are, (laughs) there's some people out there who have been truly, you know, abused and stuff. And so I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, the, it's empowering. Is anybody else getting lost in this idea? Uh, oh, okay. Let me try simpler. Why does anybody have Almost kids all... when they know their kids are going to hate them is what I heard. Yeah, essentially. You're guaranteed that it's in, at some point, at least, your kids will despise you. And sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not. But yeah. no matter what, your kids are going to disagree with what you did and how you raised them in some regard. Right. And you have kids anyway. Yeah. Sometimes because you don't plan to. Just happens. Chemistry. Yeah. Let's talk about biology for a moment. Let's not. Permanent reminders Permanent of temporary reminders of emotions. Temporary emotions. That's right. Um, but if they're deliberate, I think there's a certain amount of ego that goes in that, a certain amount of denial, and a certain amount of naivete. And that little cocktail makes it easier for you to think that somehow you are going to be the perfect parent. And you're not going to have yeah. the problems that other parents have. And you have kids and... I don't think that all kids feel, I think, I think it would be unusual and unhealthy if there wasn't some challenge between yeah. children and their parents. Um, Kill your father and all that. Yeah. Not quite that far. <laughs> no, it's a psychological yeah. term. It's a term they use. Like you, he had to kill his father to become a man. You don't really, yeah, that, it's taking the, it's having the boldness to be like, I disagree to be with your you. own person. Yeah. I'm going to be my own person. So, um, Yeah. You know, it's interesting how people walk, whether it's with their parents or somebody else. Um, a lot of people are dependent on villains in their life yeah. to save their own sense of self-worth and ego so that they're yes. not personally responsible it's so for ironic what happens. Because it's it's trying to make yourself feel better. I mean, that our uh, the nature is to figure out how it's not yeah, your it's fault. not my fault right but when you push aside fault entirely and you're like well maybe it's not about blame it's just about responsibility this is my life this is these are the tools i have to work with how do i use them best right that's so different and so empowering whereas if you're looking at villains and f- trying to find who you can blame you feel weak you feel like you can't achieve whatever you want to achieve or be whoever you want to be i think that's true are you tired? No, you're just 
you know, I forget I'm on a podcast and then I, my brain starts spinning around other areas that make me want to chase down those roads and okay, we okay. don't have enough no, time for that stuff. That's you know? fine. So. Take your time. I don't care. Nobody watches this anyway. And this is like <laughs> what in 20 years from now. Well, I that's look not back true. I think truly in total. Watch. Well, watch it live, but we ended up with like five, six, seven hundred views when you put all the platforms together. No. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it's three, four, five hundred. The algorithm changed, so now it doesn't get pushed out after we do it. Oh, maybe with a new algorithm. And, that, yeah. And this is unimportant. Like they filtered the birches out. The algorithm just goes through and then hits a box. Like, oh says, God! Birch, birch nope, out. Out. Yeah, Stop. out. Stop. I get that. Anyway, okay. well, that was good. I think I don't know if we should keep going or not. Yeah, um, I mean, we could we could talk forever, um, but we won't. Yeah, you know, it's interesting where my mind was going. We don't have to talk about it. No, I'd love that. I'd love to. I'd but love I'll to just know. share where my mind's going. Is that when we're in a? Um, I really struggled, so I didn't actually get it written. I was going to write a article on political correctness and what what does it truly mean and what's good and what's not good. Um, I wonder though if as we we struggle to give everyone an opportunity to be who they want to be, but sometimes they don't fit in that category. Um, and I wonder yeah. where that, you know, that pendulum swinging that way quite a ways. And as controversial as this might be, I'm struggling with the idea of male athletes who identify as females, but then want to compete on the sports field with a female, ah. even though they're male. Because the reason for the separation in the first place is the genetic advance uh, advantages. Right. And then I was thinking about victims and those chromosomes. If I were, you know, a lot of those athletes really dedicate their life to that sport. Yeah. So let's say that I'm a female athlete in track and field. And you're the first. And I am at the top of my game. I mean, I am truly at the top. I'm an Olympian. Um, I've got a good chance of winning something, but suddenly I have to run against a male or yeah. someone who identifies as a female, but he's but is physically. How do you say that? I don't know how to say that in a politically correct fashion. Like transgender, but not tran transsexual. They have not had a surgery or taken yeah, right. So um, so they're so now all of a sudden, as a female at the very top of my game, now I've got a male that's popping into my race. Yeah. And I lose or I come in second place. And I was just thinking about that. Would you feel victimized if you were the female? Yeah. You know, you've, you've, but, spent, you've spent all of your life, all of your focus on achieving this goal. You've been lucky enough to attain some level of success. You're on the track. And now all of a sudden the rules changed and you've lost. And then do you feel like a victim? I think the de definitely you must, but also I wonder if there's a, I don't know enough about the science to, to know how, at what point are the hormones effective and what, at what point are they not? Stop calling me. Um, like at what point are the, do you think sorry, we overcomplicate it? Yeah. I think you, sh I think there's gotta be a scientific biological line of cool. We're just going to call the, I don't know if you call it male or female or what, but you group people by their genetic predisposition and advantages, you know, in those know. categories. And then 
as far as labels in life, I love that it's so messy. I love that people are are going by they, that that people are just honestly being like, I don't know, I don't really feel feminine. I don't really feel only feminine, or I feel both feminine yeah, and masculine. I don't know how to feel about that. I love it because why? Because why? Why have the clear cut rules? I don't have an argument for why. Well, it, all right. How about just a little controversy here for a moment? I don't like making mistakes and then being held accountable for them when I didn't even know there was a rule in the first place. Okay. And so um, I sent an email to, I'm an older guy. I see an email. It's a name that I recognize as a female name. Yeah. And I use the term miss. And then I get an email back that, and that informs me that I'm thinking about it, that I'm incorrect. I'm sorry. You've used the wrong. What do you call that? Pronoun. Pronoun. You've used the wrong pronoun. I identify I as this. I don't like, think it's oh, called a pronoun for that, but for the sake of whatever. this conversation, it works. And I, I so, but so did out they of the say blue, that in an angry way or did they say that in an informative way? It's an email. And since they were so probably so ambitious to be efficient, there was nothing in there to let me know whether I. Whether they hated you or not. Yeah. So now I don't use them anymore. Hi, Morgan. I mean, hi, that's what most of us Hi, do. Bob. Hi, whoever. I, but it was a professional position. I think I it's felt totally like I fine to, to use the wrong pronoun ignorantly. Like, if you don't know. If I don't know and I call somebody the wrong pronoun. I think it's okay unless you're the person that's been ignorantly or ignorantly feels damaged and you feel like a victim. Right. But then that's everybody's, per that's everybody's personal choice. I remember my parents talking about how they were happy that they were retiring and older because they wouldn't have to deal with the changes that I thought were usual and normal at my age. Which is how I feel about it. Yeah, which is usual normal. Had I, just funny. Had more at things the root changed, of more all of this, I mean, the problem, the reason that it's offensive to you is that they might dislike you because, or feel negatively about you because you use the wrong pronoun. But you know your intentions were good and you're... Right. Right? And they might feel that way, but they might feel victimized and terrible because they think you're a villain who should have known but they're adding to it too i'm it's all all sides if we just lightened up and I we're like i'm could, not so worried what you think of me because yes people will always judge i but think it's if fleeting. more people felt like you do yeah if i felt more like you do none of us would have much of a problem with it because we wouldn't have the angry kickback because you rarely get mad via an assumption that somebody's doing something wrong on purpose. Yeah. You usually give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I can't yeah. say that I do that. Well, and also I just, I just feel like it would be weird for me to be offended by somebody because that line, um, you'll stop worrying what people think of you when you realize how seldom they do. I kind of mm -hmm. believe in that simul and simultaneously everyone will judge you, but the judgment will be so fleeting and it won't really matter to them at all. Yeah, it'll go away. I and agree. So you I might agree. as well give them something to talk about. So I like have those two just, things in my head. So I'm, 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 I'm too thin skinned. That's probably, and I think I always have been a little thin skinned. Well, maybe that's it. You just didn't have awesome parents. Like I did. It gave you self-esteem. <laughs> that's right. Your parents didn't give you self-esteem. They just gave you plenty of opportunity to earn it on your own because they were <laughs> like too busy. It's like, oh, well, it sucks to be you. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? I, I think in some ways you actually did give me self-esteem. 
And in others, I got it all Not on my so own. Much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. Okay. Okay. I think um, we've gone way too far. And Great to have everybody I visit us today. Care. Please like, subscribe, hit the notifications button comment. if you happen to see this. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It would really mean a lot to us if you commented because we clearly like to talk. We should have said that. We should say that at the beginning. We should. It, we should. We will do that next time. Um, please. Uh, Thanks for joining us on for our first official podcast in our studio. Yes. Now, Dad, since I've given you my computer, can uh -huh. you go up and see that button on the top right? Yep, that one right there. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Well, you're going to have to hit confirm. So no, click that. And now there we go. go. Okay, now goodbye. <laughs>